Hello, and welcome to The Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Stephen Ashton. Thank you all for joining me today for the June 6th reading of James Allen's Daily Meditations. And June's been a great realignment on just remembering that perspective is everything. Perspective is what um, shapes the world that we live in, in our own minds. And it's uh, our thoughts uh, guide us to what we're looking for, positive or negative. And that's an important thing for me to remember. So I'm looking forward to June 6th. Um, this will be fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning this will be uh, my first time hearing it uh, right on this uh, podcast with y'all as I read it. So you get my genuine response, reactions, observations, and what I relate to about the reading. So here we go. June 6th of James Allen's Daily Meditations. The perfecting of one's own deeds is man's highest duty and most sublime accomplishment. The cause of your bondage as of your deliverance is within. The injury that comes to you through others is the rebound of your own deed, the reflex of your own mental attitude. They are the instrument, you are the cause. Destiny is ripened fruits. The fruit of life, both bitter and sweet, is received by each man in just measure. The righteous man is free. None can injure him. None can destroy him. None can rob him of his peace. His attitude towards men born of understanding disarms their power to wound him. Any injury which they may try to inflict rebounds upon themselves to their own hurt, leaving him unharmed, untouched. The good that goes from him in his perennial fount of happiness, his eternal source of strength, its root is serenity, its flower is joy. Eternal things and deeds are powerless to... Excuse me, I read that completely wrong. External things and deeds are powerless to injure you. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Love that. I love this. I lo um, this is a great one to follow up the rest of the days with because it's stressing purifying our actions and, and striving to live a life of righteousness, to live a life where we've purified our deeds and therefore purified our thoughts and pu therefore purified our intentions and we live a righteous way of life. That's a beautiful thing. And the, the thing, and, it talks about a couple of the rewards from doing so. Right at the um, end, it says, uh, its root is serenity, its flower is joy. Right? Uh, people, external things and deeds are powerless to injure you. You cannot be harmed. Right? Like, that's a pretty awesome statement. That's a pretty. Uh, um, incredible thing to sit down and contemplate 
Right. I believe it's a... Uh, it's exhilarating to think about, you know? But the, the it's almost a twist, though, because we're not... It's almost... In, it, I believe it's probably mentioned as almost a check, right? Like, because if you strive for this, you won't get it. In the sense of, if you strive to be unhurtable, or what's the words he uses in here? To never be harmed and be untouched is not the goal. Because it's a selfish goal. To strive to live a righteous way of life. And a side effect of that will be happiness, joy, this untouchable, unable to be harmed by external things. So the things we want in life, the feelings, the emotions, the qualities that we um, want others to observe, the things we want to have, those are built. And those are born from living the way of life. So, excuse me. Um, let's go through this line by line again. Um, I, the first one, uh, what he opened with, uh, is, uh, what all men should be striving for really at the end of the day, isn't it? It's what we look to have in our lives. So the perfecting of one's own deeds is man's highest duty and most sublime accomplishment. It's not the amount of money you have, it's not the amount of power you have, the prestige you have, the material possessions you have, the popularity you have, the recognition you get. It's a, I'll read it again. Perfecting one's own deeds is man's highest duty and most sublime accomplishment. All of those materialistic things will come as they need. You'll get what you justly deserve. Remember that. But what we should be striving for, what we should be aiming at, per se, is the perfecting of one's own deeds. And it is the most sublime accomplishment. It is the most... rewarding thing that we could do so here we go this uh, i'm excited to read this first part again because there was a lot of great stuff and i just needed to go through it again to get the full weight of it the cause of your bondage as of your deliverance is within okay so we are the key to whether we suffer or whether we free right this is a common theme in his writings, and it's one I believe, and it's a perspective and a, and a principle or a, that uh, a spiritual um, way of uh, or spiritual understanding that I fully get behind and believe that uh, the cause of your bondage, as of your deliverance, is within. Meaning, you can either it's inside of you, and it's your thoughts, and it's your perspective. Those are the things. Those are the things that are the cause of your bondage and your deliverance. The injury that comes to you through others 
is the rebound of your own deed. Usually we are, the, oh, well, let me finish it. Is rebound of your own deed, the reflex of your own mental attitude. So <laughs> this is hard for a lot of people because they'll, they'll get it confused with um, things that were unjustly, or they'll get it confused with people serving their own selfish wills and um, causing harm to you. Um, like physically, let's say, or sexually, let's say, right? Um, but those things aren't actually about you. Unfortunately, they happen to you. And the perspective change of understanding it wasn't really about you, it was about their sickness, is how we can free ourselves from those things. And then we can when we can take the weight off ourselves, the ownership off ourselves. And we can say we're not going to play the victim anymore. We're going to be in charge of our own emotions. We can heal and grow. Right? Like that's, that's where we want to get to. So, um, the injury that comes through others is the rebound of your own deed. When we act selfishly or we act righteously, right? Or the injury that comes to you through others. So we're talking about the selfish acts, the self-serving acts, the things that we, we've, placed our, that we've placed ourselves around and in circumstantially when we're mature enough to make these decisions then people show people show us what we're actually thinking which is a very odd concept to me um but it's been it's it's just true my intentions are always reflected back to me my um selfishness is always reflected back to me in other people's actions and or, and how i affect other people so the injury that comes to me through others is the rebound of my own deed, the reflex of my own mental attitude. And my deeds are born directly from my thoughts and my attitude, my perspective. So my outside world, the people in it, and what I'm involved with is an immediate reflection of what I'm thinking about, my selfishness, what am I, my, uh, my perspective what I'm serving, where my intentions are, everything like that. And then this last part, they are the instruments, you are the cause. So if we take that, if we take that perspective, right? If we, if we really take that perspective, and everyone's a teacher. And it's not a teacher of life necessarily, but a teacher of ourselves, right? They'll show us who we are. They'll show us how we affect people. They'll show us how our, the decisions will, they will show us how the decisions we made and make affect our current circumstance and situation. They are instruments. I am the cause. <laughs> I like this line. I don't remember reading it the first time. Destiny is is ripened fruits, meaning um, it is the ripening of all your actions. It's the accumulation of living a righteous spiritual way of life.
That is what destiny is. It's a ripening fruit of the results of the way you live. It could be bitter. It could be sweet. I think it says that in the next sentence. That's all up to you. It's all up to how you live. The fruit of life, both bitter and sweet, is received by each man in just measure. So how you live, the actions you take, determine the taste of life you get. That's what they're saying here. And you will get the just reward of your own actions. I believe that. And I believe you can change it too. I do believe you can change your life, change your personality, change your character by living a different way of life. The righteous man is free. That's a matter of fact statement. Love that. The righteous man is free. Free from himself, free from fear, free from, free from others. His attitudes await. None can injure him. None can destroy him. None can rob him of his peace. That's an amazing thing. When you live rightly and you know you are living rightly, no one can injure you. No one can, you're not scared of anyone. No one can use something against you to manipulate you. No one can use an insecurity against you or a fear against you. No one can destroy you except for yourself. When you live a righteous life, when you live well, in alignment with these spiritual principles that we have, when you can do that, You can't be injured. You can't be destroyed. None can rob him of his peace. You walk with that peace. You walk with that serenity. You can walk in... I've had good days where I've walked into a room and you can change the entire dynamic of a room because you walked in carrying that peace with you. And it, people can feel it. People can feel it. His attitude towards men born of understanding disarms their power to wound him. Because when you're actually worried about these things, when, how to say it, when you actually understand that all sin is born from ignorance, that means others sin as well. And it's born from fear. A lack of understanding. You're able to actually live with compassion for others. And it disarms their attack because you understand it's nothing to do with me. Right? What they do, when I'm living rightly, other people's actions have nothing to do with me. When I'm not, though, they reflect me how I need to improve and purify my actions, right? That's what we talked about in the beginning. While we're, while we're going through the purification process, 
They tell us a lot about ourselves. But even in this situation, when someone... And he's saying, in the first paragraph, he said, the injury that comes to you through others is the rebound of your own deed, right? So if you are not living rightly, if you're not living a righteous way of life, if you're not living spiritually and following these spiritual principles, your actions will come back to you in injury to yourself through others. But when you're living righteously, you're free. You cannot be injured. Your actions will come back with positive. And when somebody tries to maliciously or not injure you, you're protected. These aren't the consequences of my actions coming back to me. This is their deeds affecting them. Any injury which they may try to inflict rebounds upon themselves to their own hurt leaving them unharmed and untouched. So it just says when someone comes after you, when you're living righteously, they have no foot to stand on, and it comes back to them. It comes back on them and reflects their own hurt to the world and leaves me unharmed and untouched. The good that goes from him is, is his perennial fount of happiness, his eternal source of strength. The good that goes from him is his perennial fount of happiness, his eternal source of strength. When we live righteously, we find strength in doing so. We find joy and happiness in doing so. When we have that peace, the peace is the doorway that leads to these things, to joy, happiness, state of uh, um, peaceful mind, serenity. It's a beautiful thing. Its root is serenity. Its flower is joy. So when we're rooted in that peace, when we live righteously, we're given freedom. When we have freedom, we have peace. So righteous living gives us peace and serenity. And when we have that, we are rooted in serenity. The flower is joy. To serve others is joy. To help and to be a part of this world is joy and happiness. And it's a byproduct of living righteously. I don't know how many times I can say that and stress it, but... It is always a happiness, joy, contentment in life is a byproduct of living a righteous life. And he ends it with this. External things and deeds are powerless to injure you. Nothing can injure my mental state or my emotional state when I am living righteously. Nothing. When I'm not... That opens me up to wound myself. And that's the important distinction here, if you're living righteously or not. So, wow, another powerhouse reading. Absolutely fantastic. 
and I believe everything in this one and just how much it resonates with my experience. It's incredible. So um, thank you all for joining me today, though. I look forward to coming back tomorrow, June 7th, for the daily reading. And I will look forward to um, getting any any of y'all's feedback. If you want to go over and join, uh, like, or subscribe to our Facebook page, that would be appreciated. And um, we'll be here tomorrow. Until next time. Thanks. Thanks.